Welcome to the podcast, The Stories of Modern Kazakh Prose. In this podcast, we will be retelling selected stories from 20th century Kazakh literature, which was born out of and transformed the unique oral traditions that historically preserved Kazakhstan's rich heritage of images, narratives, and poems. Contemporary authors from Jusebek Aymoutov and Magjan Zumabayev to Mukhtar Awezov and Anwar Alimjanov, have created prose that defines the modern Kazakh nation. With this podcast, we hope to open up their world to a wider audience. Anwar Alimjanov was born on May 2, 1930, in the village of Karlgash in Talbukorgan region. From 1963 to 1967, he worked as editor-in-chef of the Kazakh Film Film Studio. He is considered one of the most prominent Kazakh writers of the late Soviet period. He wrote not only stories about the contemporary period, among them 50,000 miles by water and land, the caravan goes to the sun, and the blue mountains, but also such notable historical novels as Souvenir from Otrar, Step Echo, Error of Mohammed, The Messenger, The Throne of Rudaki, and The Return of the Teacher. Alimjanov was also a major public figure who greatly influenced the society of his day. From October 29 to December 26, 1991, he served as the elected head of the Council of Republics of the Supreme Soviet of the USSR. Under his chairmanship, the Council of Republics adopted the Declaration of the Termination of the USSR, recognizing the Belaveja Accords and the creation of the CIS. The Last Madamar In the town of Dimenkuduk, sheep on a state farm huddled near a huge trough. The animals had been without water all day. Six shepherds heading to their wintering grounds had driven their flocks here, hoping to find water. But there was no water. With difficulty, the shepherds extracted several pots of water from the bottom of the well. The sheep licked dry stones in despair. One of the shepherds, named Fazl, was sent for supplies and help. He was given a camel and verbal instructions on how not to get lost. Fazl was worried that there might also be no food in the village. Maybe there would be help from a small geological expedition working in the sand, looking for deep water. Five shepherds remained near the flocks, four old men and one woman. 
The woman was younger than the others, but the wind and sun of the desert had stripped the beauty from her face. All five were silent. They went to look for another well, but it also turned out to be empty. The closest well, Shabdan Qudugh, was 30 kilometers away. Only the coolness of the night can save the flocks, said one of the shepherds. If the heat of the day catches us on the way, then death will begin. But which of us will lead the flocks into the dark night? After all, there are many paths in the sun and you can easily get lost between the dunes. He slowly turned his head to look at the woman. The guide must have strong legs, keen eyes and great strengths. Rum, daughter, only you can guide us through. You only knew every trail here. By morning, they had to reach Shabdan Qaduq where there was water and food. This was the best pasture in the whole area. Ram thought about old Shabdan, whose name had been given to the well to which she led her flocks. It was Ram's first day of work as a shepherd. She could not gather and hold the flock of sheep. Suddenly, an old man appeared at the top of a distant dune. He walked straight toward her, having recognized Ram immediately. Shabdan advised her to choose the highest dune and watch the sheep from there. Now she was not afraid of losing the sheep. She knew that the sons were not deserted, that behind every hill there could be a kind person who would come to the rescue. In the step, she met her husband, Fazl. Shabdan and Fazl taught her how to navigate the dunes in order to find good grazing, how to avoid thirst in the desert, how to find water and take care of the sheep, and how to help others. It was Shabdan who first told Aram about Madamar. One day, after Shabdan took a drink of water, he thanked a surgeon Madamar and wished him eternal happiness. Ram asked who Madamar was. Young people need to know the history and secrets of their step, answered Shabdan, adding, everyone who quenched their thirst from the wells of the Muinqums and Qzulqum should thank Madamar. All the shepherds know about Madamar, Fazl began. Madamar is not the real name of the man I'm talking about. Madamar was the name of his grandfather, a famous well digger. It was also the name of his father, an equally skilled well builder. The one Shabdanata spoke about also became a well digger. From childhood, he wandered along the sands behind his father and learned to recognize the flow of underground waters from the lonely, stunted bushes. Adamar knows the secrets of the desert. He can accurately determine the reasons why the water level in a well is falling or why abandoned thickets of camel thorn have appeared in a given spring. Madamar works all year. 
and in the summer he wanders for days between sand dunes in search of hidden waters. He digs a well, strengthening the sand centimeter by centimeter with the roots of Jusgen grass, interwind with Koyanshop, which he prepared in the summer. The roots grow into the sun and Madamar's well never crumbles. All shepherds, all wanderers who have ever crossed our suns know about this. It is said that three quarters of all Moinkum wells were built by Madamar's, and our Madamar is now in his 80s. He lives in our own Sarsu district, only I don't know his real name. Everyone calls him by his grandfather's name. This name has already become a symbol of nobility. He's a great friend of our grandfather, Shabdan. The shepherds say that their friendship began a long time ago, back in the 1930s. Madamar, like grandfather Shabdan, is uncommunicative and taciturn. All his life he has been doing good deeds for people for free. He has a dream inherited from his grandfathers. He dreamed of the day when the Moinkum underground sea will be under the control of the desert man. Underground sea? Ram asked. It was the first time that she had heard about this. Yes, there are underground seas here. They lie under our sands. Madamar believes in this, which means it's true, Fazal replied. I wanted to be like Madamar and Shabdanata, so after school I became a shepherd. I want like them to do good deeds for people, take care of herbs, find water. Together with Fazal and Shabdan, Ram grazed herbs of collective farm sheep in the endless desert of Moinkum. She had a daughter, Saulie who studied at a music school in the city. Perhaps Ram thought she would become a musician like her great-grandfather. Ram thought about old Shabdan and the last day of his life. Just like today, they had wandered for a long time in search of water. Shabdan had found the ruins of ancient buildings. From the grasses and thickets of Saksaul, he determined that there had once been water here. Shabdan found a well and drank the water, and once he was sure that the sheep were safe, he died. The new well was named after Shabdan. Then Rim's thought went to Fazil. Where was he? Had he reached the village or got lost in the sands? Was he wandering the sands, mad with thirst? Finally, Ram and shepherds reached Shabdan Quduk. Ram slowly approached the well and knelt down. The water reflected her face, roughened by the wind, sun and heat. Her eyes filled with tears shone. Peering into the mirror of the water, she saw an endless blue sky above her head. Completely exhausted, people lay on the sand. The last crumbs of cottage cheese had already been eaten. 
Ram sat with the gaze fixed on her feet. She was tired and wanted to sleep. A sick old shepherd was sleeping next to her. The sheep had been saved. They scattered around the tract and greedily plucked rare blades of grass. Suddenly, a helicopter appeared. It was Fazl who had flown in with rescuers to help them. Fazl said that he had met Madamar in the sands. On his camel, Madamar had taken Fazl to the camp of the geological expedition, and the geologist had immediately dispatched their helicopter with food for the shepherds. At the camp, Ram met Madamar. He was a tall, broad-shouldered, sunburned old man with a grey beard. But his eyes, it seemed to Rum, were surprisingly clear and calm. Shabdanata told me about you, Rum told him. Shabdan? Madamar turned his head and looked thoughtfully and sadly at Rum. Then he turned his gaze back to the walkers, who were excitedly watching the drilling progress. Now, now there will be water, a young geologist suddenly exclaimed, choking with delight. And before he had time to finish the next sentence, a huge fountain sparked, bursting out of the ground. The water splashed over everyone. The workers scattered, laughing and shouting with joy. But old Madamar did not move. He stood like a statue. Streams of cold, clear water flowing over his gray hair, feathered beard, and wrinkled face and clothes. The old man's eyes were closed, and no one saw his tears. Shabdan? Did you say Shabdan, daughter? He turned to Rim again. He was a good man, and this is his dream. Mandamar went up to the camel lying near the tent, untied his small shovel from the saddle and gave it to the young Kazakh geologist. Thank you, son, he said, and saying goodbye, climbed onto his one humped camel. The last Mandamar is leaving the desert. Someone laughed but stopped as young geologists looked at him sternly. He was the one who made me fall in love with the desert. We're from the same village, the young man said very quietly. This is the last well digger of our desert. Our whole region knows him. It was not I, but he, who found water here. The sun was setting down and mildly fountain was rising into the evening sky. Madamar went into the dunes, and perhaps only Rim guessed that he would not return to the village, but would go to the shepherds and walk his last journey through the sands.
This is what all madamars do. For Alimjanov, Madamar is the keeper of national culture, treating the land and nature with the care of a real master. We meet this true master only at the end of the story, when he magically appears to save his people by finding underground water. A rare woman among the nameless shepherds, Rum unites different eras, accepts the ancient idea and cherishes it to pass on to her family. Rum, her husband and a young geologist learn from the old Madamar and Shabdan how to survive in harsh natural conditions and serve people with self-sacrifice. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please stay subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platforms. This podcast is produced by the Abai Center at the George Washington University and sponsored by J.C. Altin Almas. Author and writer Dina Sabirova. Narrator Madina Moldagali. Actor Elnor Bildanov. And engineer Eldar Kudaybergen. The executive producer of this podcast is Aitolkin Kurmanova.